Good morning, and welcome to our Monday morning talks. Uh, this is our first one for the year for 2023, and um, it's also our first one for our sermon series for the year, um, which is I haven't done many of those. I don't think you have either necessarily. We've we've talked about the story. Uh, in our past and stuff, but well, basically we've split this up into series, but for the year, um, we are kind of following the progression of core 52. And so, uh, you can go and I would encourage you to go watch yesterday's sermon. Uh, so you kind of know what we're talking about so that for the sake of time, we can just kind of dig right into the sermon and to some of the material from Mark more um, in the devotions and things from last week. So I don't know. What do you think, Mark? You, you got I, to uh, listen yesterday. So, <laughs> well, <clears throat> first of all, I love this book and he, in just a few pages, he brings out some really good insights. Uh, the first few that I've read anyway, and Mark Moore is a highly respected leader and scholar in a way in our brotherhood mm -hmm. and i was telling the small group i trust him you yeah. know and, and stuff and so this is good solid stuff and uh, i think it'd really be a benefit if like you said yesterday if the whole church would do this yep. it would uh up our biblical literacy and our discipleship for sure as well well and i you know people can always say well what are when we have a book people yeah. get nervous about that well aren't we preaching the Bible? And absolutely we are. Um, and absolutely yesterday I did. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really follow much of his stuff. Actually. I let his stuff and I wanted to kind of be, I don't know, complimentary and add more material yeah. um, for our small groups and stuff. But um, you look at core 52 and the way that it's structured, like it's structured on memorizing scripture. So yeah. if, if for nothing else, you just memorized the core verse from every week. Yeah. Your biblical IQ is going to increase. And that scares people, by the way, memorizing. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about this in small group. And we're mostly older people in this small group, which is harder to memorize as you age. But a lot of these are very familiar, like Genesis 1.1. Most people are very familiar with it, if not memorized already. And one of our group members looking ahead, well, here's a long one, Matthew 5, 9 through 13. I said, Matthew 9, 5, 9 through 13, it's the Lord's Prayer. Oh, okay. So a lot of these are already familiar. So don't yeah. let the memorization scare scare you away. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and there will be some of that. Then there will be other people who maybe will bite off that extra credit yeah. or that. There's more to. There's more you can do if you want to. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought the sermon was really Spot on in the beginning, God basically preached on four words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought that was a really good starting spot. And I, 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 case could be made that those are the four most important words in the Bible, the four most important words in reality in mm -hmm. the beginning, God, not in the beginning, matter, not in the beginning, you know, whatever. Big bang. Yeah. Big bang and all that. In the beginning was God. And that has ramifications for. Everything. Mm -hmm. so, and I thought you brought out some of those good ramifications. Uh, like, what if there is no creator? There is no basis for morality. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I don't know who said it, it was Plato or someone like that, but way back. 
and uh, said that uh, justice is the will of the strong. And if there's no God, that's true. Justice is determined by whoever's strongest, mm -hmm. you know. So justice in uh, Russia is determined by the strong there. Justice in America is determined by the strong here. And that's a pretty cynical way to, to order life. No, we would say justice is determined by God. Mm -hmm. We have that standard. And if you don't have God, anything goes. Yeah. Well, and I, there is a mixture of things there as I talked about that. I mean, I did talk a significant amount about science uh, because yeah. science has been an issue with that statement in the beginning, God. But then really, truly, I felt like we're in a time right now where I'm not sure science is the biggest uh, like opponent right. of a creator right now. Um, I think even science has started to move toward intelligent design. Yes. You know, away from just this, yeah. this big bang beginning, there's still evolution in there, but even with that, it's science has started to move toward, well, there's an intelligent design, which would indicate, well, there's an intelligent designer. Um, yeah. but actually what I proposed being the biggest opponent right now, it seems like is this concept of accountability. If there's right. a creator creation is then accountable to that creator. And I just don't think people want to be, and that's what you're talking about when you say morality and like, I just yeah. don't think people want to be accountable. There was an atheist and I want to say it was a famous atheist and there's a quote by him. And he exactly says that part of the reason I don't believe in God, I don't want to be accountable to someone else. Mm -hmm. And of course, in this rampant individualism in America today, you know, where I am, you know, basically I am God is, is what we're yep. going at. And we'll touch upon that when we get to Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. that, that comes out. Well, it's the, that sounds similar to that, um, that Frederick Nietzsche quote that I put up, yeah. you know, when he said the quote was, we deny God in denying God, we deny accountability. Yeah. You know, that's, that's true. I mean, where does accountability come from then the government, um, whoever's in rule or in power yeah. or, uh, you know, and, and so I, where I told you yesterday, I was afraid I was stepping in it maybe a little bit, was and I, you know, and I was just trying to bring this to okay. Well, what do those ramifications of a creator look like in our lives mm -hmm. right now today? Mm -hmm. Well, some of our like serious <clears throat> political debates and arguments back and forth are answered by in the beginning God, actually, you know, and and I said you know if if in the beginning God is true and I recognize that as true, then my body, my choice isn't an argument that makes sense because I'm God and yeah. I, I belong to him and my body actually belongs to him and his yeah. will supersedes my choice. Yeah. That's um, huge. You know, there's, that is very countercultural. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there were a few others, you know, I talked about, in that conversation, gender, you know, then, well, if in the beginning, God, and he made me, well, he made, he decided my gender. I don't, 
Right. And he gave me a gender for a purpose and it's his purpose. Yeah. And I ought to be about figuring that out, not yeah, confused about, you know, and so I, I do think like there's a, and some people could be bothered by what you said, but the, the main thing, I don't know if this is the main thing, but you also came back. I am not insignificant. Right. Creation is good. He comes to creating humanity. It's very good. And I thought you were really spot on there and bringing about how significant we all are in spite of whatever, you know, mess we've made of our lives or anything like that. Yeah. We're still significant. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, uh, I know you got some good feedback on the sermon and I, I, I took a bunch of notes here and I just thought there's a lot of good stuff. The bara, which create, mm-hmm. it's only used of God, if I understand right. Yeah. And yeah. only God creates out of nothing. Yeah. We're creative, but we have to have something to work with. Yeah. To create. When we create, we create with something. You know, it's yeah. almost like what I thought about as I was thinking about that. And I didn't talk about it in the sermon, but it's just like, you know, one of my favorite ways of creating is cooking. You know, I <laughs> love me. I love cooking. Your wife's an exceptional yeah, yeah, cook, actually. Um, and like, like currently, probably one of my favorite cooks. Actually, She's she brought favorite. us she brought us over some white chicken chili that that was not one of her best. Just sorry, um, Ellen. If that, if that wasn't one of her best, then like I'm. Yeah, yeah. Take it over to Baker's. But, <laughs> wow. Okay. No. Awesome. No, um, she is a good cook. No. So, but I when, even when I cook, like the ingredients that I'm starting with, I don't. Those I I start with something. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm not creating out of nothing, and right. and so we we just can't. Uh, even that is such a huge thing to get your mind around that there was nothing. And God spoke into being something. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. I mean, even an artist, you could say, well, he's creating out of his own mind, you know. and so, But he still has been given some things in his mind by God that he uses to create. So even an artist is uh, not creating out of nothing. Mm-hmm. So if that makes any sense. And you, you talked about the tools they have, you know, paintbrush and the canvas as well. So. Yeah. But uh, I did have a question. Mm-hmm. You said only on Earth is life possible. Okay. Which is true in our solar system and all that. We live in what the, I mean, what science would call the habitable zone. Right? Yes, the habitable yeah. zone. Yeah. Do you think there's the possibility of life? I mean, some people are certainly wondering, is there life elsewhere in this universe? Um, in our universe? I don't know. You know, I would, I would definitely say because of that, I, what I would say is in our universe, like from what I, the way I understand it and even what I had talked about with water, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go one planet either direction, water's not water anymore. It's ice or vapor. Yeah, it's yeah. vapor or ice because of the, because of where you are in terms of the sun. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like in our universe, it's harder for me to believe that there's other life in our universe, but in another galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. The thing is, 
Because when you really look at that, you know, uh, one of my favorite things was like when we went to the Creation Museum, they have a planetarium and you can go in there and you can watch this thing that just talks about how big our galaxy is. And then the fact that our galaxy is one of so many galaxies and it just starts zooming out, you know, so when you really start to look at that, I mean, gosh, there's so much. There's so much out there that we've never seen and don't even know. Yeah. Well, back on the Earth, when you start looking at the precise, some of the things have to be exactly right in order for life to happen. It is no doubt there's a designer. There's Mm -hmm. some kind of design put into that. And I think the design argument for God is very, very strong, strong one. Yeah. Well, and I, that's, that was one of my favorite things I would share with you, like for myself with week one of core 52 and reading Mark's essay and his material, I loved, and I, I referred to it in the sermon yesterday, but I loved the way he talked about like the three persons of God and their, how each one was involved in creation in different ways, you know, and I love the titles that he gave to each person of God. So the father was the architect. Yeah. The spirit was the engineer. And then Jesus was the builder. The builder. Yeah. Um, and so with those three titles, you know, I was sharing with Mark, like for me, even how enlightening this material was in my daily devotion. Just, I, you know, I really appreciated because in my own preaching, and in others preaching that I've, I've listened to, I, I've definitely heard a lot about, obviously, the Father in creation. Uh, I've preached a lot about how involved Jesus. and present Jesus was in creation, but I hadn't spent a lot of time thinking about the Spirit, the Holy Spirit's involvement in that. And you know, his stuff about the Spirit's as the engineer, I thought I just, it yeah. added, it added to my understanding of creation for sure. Well, Mark Moore's stuff is really good discussion starter. Our small group had a really good discussion uh, on this first chapter. And uh, I, I'm hoping that most of the small groups are doing this. Yeah. So. I think a lot of our small groups are, um, and we're going to continue to push that a little bit this month. Just, um, through our announcement video the next few weeks and even in person and our services, just, man, if you would like to be in a small group to be a part of these kinds of conversations, like you can do that through your flap, yeah. you can call the office and, yeah. you know, it's a little bit different than we've done that in the past where we had signups, you know, this year we're going to kind of, you let us know if you want to be in a group and then we'll try to help you get in a group that would be a good fit. Um, is kind of how we're approaching that this year. But yeah, I know we've got groups doing that. These are Monday morning talks. I think we'll add a little bit of conversation to core 52. And I know Mark has videos on YouTube that he does. And I watched his video for week one. I will say, I felt like his video, it might be a good intro to your small group time. But it was a, basically a summary, a summary of his essay. Okay. So it was it was a little bit re- repetitive, but um, there's good stuff there. Um, a lot of conversation to be had. 
you know, I know you were talking about with your group, obviously you're going to take leaps in yeah. different places with scripture. And one of the ways that he had done that yeah. with the Holy spirit and the engineering thing. And, and I, Mark and I were talking about that beforehand, like, and I didn't see as much of a leap there because of the progression of the way he went. And I just ne- had never thought about, okay, so he made the earth. It was formless and void. Next thing we know, the spirit is hovering over quaking. Quaking is the word was the word for hovering. Um, And so we get, so here's the earth. It's formless and void. The spirit is quaking. And the next thing we know, there's order to the chaos. And I don't know how much of a leap it is to say, well, that quaking was the engineer bringing order. Yeah. You know, like, I just it'll, I've just never gone there, but I I can't race disagree with it. I yeah, think there's no. you know I think there's for sure a reason he says that, and it makes sense to me. So, but it'll raise questions, and that's good. Yeah, and a small group discussion will be really instructive. So yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this year. I'm excited about our our journey through this together. I'm excited about these conversations with you. Yeah. I'm excited to see how you will approach yeah. some of the preaching. <laughs> um, just because I know that it'll be different than the way I approach it. I'm sure. sure. And so, yeah, it'll be good stuff. Sounds good. Okay. Well, we hope you have a great week and uh, yeah, we hope that you can join us uh, on this journey together and we can, grow in our understanding of God together. So have a great week.